the Elevate Yourself podcast is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing is beer that is brewed without compromise. It tastes just like the hard stuff, except you don't get any of the baggage. So no hangover, less calories, less sugar, super yummy, and you can drink it any time of day. Encourage you to check them out at athleticbrewing.com and use code ELEVATE30. That's right, code ELEVATE30 at checkout for 30% off your first order. Do it. Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Logan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for doing this, man. Not a problem. Thank you for having me on. Logan, tell folks about your training, your background. I know you work with a lot of different people. You were an athlete yourself, but kind of just tell folks a little bit about your background, how you ended up where you are today. Yeah. So make a long story short, um, come from a family of three brothers. I got two younger brothers, always been involved in athletics our entire life. You know, Growing up, there were some days in the fall where we would have four games going on. So parents are constantly picking up, dropping off, everybody going all over the place. Uh, from there, I went to high school, played football and basketball up until my junior year, then ended up just playing football and decided I just wanted to focus on that. Ended up playing football at Thomas Moore. Um, I always told myself, you know, if I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to stay committed. But I ended up only playing a year in college. Uh, had something go on to where they, ended, they originally told me when I said I was going to go to school there, that they were going to have their kinesiology department back and running because that's initially what I for sure thought I was going to get into because I thought at first I wanted to do maybe physical therapy and that would be a good start. And uh, after a year there, you know, went through the season, got to play as a freshman, all that fun stuff, won a conference championship. It was fun. Uh, then met with my advisor at the end of my freshman year, told me they weren't going to bring them back to the program. And I was pretty upset because I just thought about all the time and, at a school like Thomas More, it's not cheap. So, you know, you're thinking about money, logistics, things like that. So then I ended up deciding that I wanted to leave. So I ended up leaving and then going to Northern NKU. And uh, from there, I got my bachelor's in kinesiology or exercise science. While I was there, you know, I interned for a private sector company called Ignition Athletic Performance Group. Um, there, I got to train pro athletes, college athletes, getting ready to get prepared for like the NFL combine, the pro day, you know, their biggest interview of their life, that sort of thing. I got to train middle school kids, high school kids. So I pretty much took that opportunity while I was, I did it all throughout my undergrad, my sophomore to senior year. And uh, I was in and out of there, but they were very like, okay with me doing that because they understood that I had a, a full class load of classes and stuff like that. But basically what I did there is I tried to get as much as much experience as possible with each level to see whether or not I fit best also with my personality, but also even just to see if I liked it because that was my first experience. But uh, it was very cool. I got to meet with a lot of cool people, you know, obviously helping train professional athletes and high level college football players is also cool. So uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that there. Once I graduated, I had to do an internship to officially graduate. Um, so then I ended up over at the University of Cincinnati working for the football program. 
And, you know, at the time I thought it was the coolest thing ever because, you know, I'm from, from Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, whatever you want to call it. Like, and I always thought to myself, you know, if I was that caliber of an athlete or football player, like I would have loved to have gone to school there because I would have been able, all my family would have been able to see me play. So, um, while I was there, you know, I got to wear a lot of different hats, whether it was being a strength coach, a life coach, uh, nutritionist, um, you know, got to collaborate with the sports medicine staff for stuff like return to play protocols for hurt athletes, uh, got to work directly with the director of football operations on just like day-to-day logistics in terms of traveling, ordering things from like boatloads of food from like Costco and stuff like that. Cause you know, all those boys got to eat. So like just doing even stuff like that while I was there with that experience, I got so much hands-on experience and doing all these different things. Um, you know, and I'm forever grateful for that. And I'm stealing a quote from a longtime strength coach named Joe Ken. He, uh, you know, he once said that, you know, being a strength coach, oftentimes you have to be like a chameleon. You have to be the most adaptable person in the room because there's times where you're dealing with kids that are from Georgia that didn't have any money. You got kids from Indianapolis that come from like millionaire families. You know what I mean? So like you're constantly kind of having to like change your personality and the way you treat and act and re- even react to certain things, the way people say things and stuff like that. And, you know, kid, you can't coach every kid the same either. So you kind of have to be like a Swiss army knife, just constantly, you know, on the fly, you're having to kind of do things differently for all these different people. Cause not everybody's going to react the same way to certain things. So uh, that was very neat. And I'm very, very forever grateful for my opportunity there and all the guys that I got to work with there. They're awesome people. So, yeah. So, it's, it's amazing what happened. You threw yourself into some things. I think this is a good lesson for anybody in anything, but like there's some principles there that are just, it's not a coincidence, right? You threw yourself into the situation. You made yourself um, this, a chameleon yourself and just trying to take in all this knowledge and synthesize it and then go out and apply it. So I, I, I think that's really cool. And you also, what you talked about with coaching, and I said this before about management, leadership, whatever it is, that you cannot expect to lead everybody the same way. You can't coach everybody the same way. Everybody right. has different needs. You know, they, some people would say it's as simple as like some people, you either need to kick them in the pants, mm-hmm. either pat them on the back or you leave them alone. Yeah. Um, and you've got to be able to pull those levers with different people. Um, whoa. That was my best Joey Lawrence blossom for those of you old enough to remember that show. Just got to tell you about our friends at Orgain. Orgain makes organic protein powder and plant-based nutrition. Um, I love their motto, understanding that when you fuel better, you feel better. And got a special deal for our listeners from them. You can use code ELEVATE30 for 30% off your first order of yummy, delicious protein. Um, Again, that's ELEVATE30. Whoa. All right, back to the show. Um, what I would love for you to kind of tell folks about is um, this, this quote and something I've said before to people um, from Bill Bowerman, where he says, if you have a body, you are an athlete. And so you've mentioned all these people you work with, these elite, elite dudes and trying to optimize performance. Let's just say, you know, so-and-so's 45 years old, um, maybe not treating his body like an athlete. Mm-hmm. what are some things, what are maybe some principles that you've learned and that you implement with your athletes that really anybody in the population should be implementing? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, 
I feel like you could give plenty of answers there because, you know, there's – what's the saying? You know, there's plenty of ways to skin a cat. Yeah. And, like, a lot of roads lead to Rome, that sort of thing. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that, you know, find something that you're going to enjoy to do first off and something that makes you yeah. confident, something that makes you come in there and feel like you're the – like you know, you got that swagger, that confidence about yourself. I don't care if it's – you like to run, you like to do yoga – you do all body weight calisthenics or, you know, you're a power lifter, bodybuilder, whatever, do something that's going to make you confident. And when you get done and makes you want to come back and do it again, um, that would be my one thing, honestly, in terms of being an athlete, you know, jump and sprint, things like that. You should always want to sprint, especially because it keeps you young. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you strong and powerful in your lower body. Also, you know, we talked about fast twitch muscle fibers, your type two muscle fibers, those are great things to have and keep healthy for yourself. I mean, because, you know, you want to be able to, at least at my age, I'm 26. I still want to be able to, like, be like, okay, yeah, I want to go play pickup basketball. And there'd be no issues at all. But I think a lot of – I don't mean to go off on a rant here, but I think a lot of it also has to do with just people's habits outside of what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, from your lens, you know, obviously nutrition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sleep habits. Just think, Just things like that. I think a lot of that – you know, you can stack up really good days consecutively, you know, training your butt off, setting a goal, running a marathon, competing in a strongman competition, doing something to like consistently trying to build up day by day by day. But, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself outside of there, you will not see any sort of gains, if you'd like to call it, any sort of gains in whatever you're trying to accomplish. So it's it's such a good point. And I, I really think you, you, you nailed it there on one, the importance of the habits, um, the, the small little things that we can all take care of our food, our nutrition. Um, and then the other one, and I've said this before, is like, get a thing. Like, it doesn't matter what the thing is. Like if it's, you know, you, you want to be able to play pickleball, you want to run a race, like what, whatever your thing is, when you get the thing that you're focused on, I think that helps the training and the days where you, you don't want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you talk about uh, you, you work with high schoolers a lot and folks of different ages. I, I think sometimes that it's easy to kind of forget what happens when we are, um, you know, uh, the the beauty of being in high school and being a high school athlete. What yeah, are, what are sure. some things that you you learn from high schoolers? Or are there any lessons that you 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 find from high schoolers that maybe we forget about as we get older? Um, lessons, I guess you could say. I've kind of come to the glimpse of that. I feel like whenever I train my female athletes, they pick up on things and pay attention as far as like detail oriented things a lot better than male athletes do. And I don't know why that is, but anytime I'm speaking, I usually have every girl's like attention. Their eyes are right on me. You know what I mean? Guys, you could have a group of middle school boys and you know, you'll have like three of them in the back, like flicking each other or doing something goofy like that along those lines. But I also kind of, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier I don't, I mean, for me, I was always kind of self-conscious of what I was eating and like making sure I was sleeping enough. But I think kids now, I feel like nutrition and like in terms of like taking sleep and all those sort of things seriously, has kind of gone out the door. Because, you know, some kids just like, some kids just won't eat. You know what I mean? If they don't have food readily available, they won't eat. So I feel like a lot of kids just don't have that. They don't have the desire to go into the kitchen and make their own sandwich. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. That's something that I've learned. Uh, I've also learned in the terms of like recently and 
as far as like being a team sport athlete, you know, you always sort of had those kids on the team in high school that had their roles and they were very, very good at it. You know, they took it, they ran with it and they were also key contributors on a team. Now it's almost kind of like some kids have that I'm going division one or I'm not doing anything mentality. So it's kind of, I feel like sometimes it's hard to get role players, kids that buy into their role and just want to be very, very good high school athlete, you know, and do very, very good things for their team. Now it's, you know, with social media camps, you know, kids getting graphics, all this crazy stuff, you know, you got middle school kids getting highlight tapes. Right. And, you know, it's kind of a distraction for some of these kids to like, cause now every kid wants that. Sure. And like, I don't blame you. Cause are they cool? Sure. But what's that going to carry over to in terms of team? You know what I mean? That's real. That's interesting. And it's interesting. Those are challenges I hadn't really thought about that kind of the other way of that, of things that you've learned from high school now versus where it was before yeah. and uh, where the sport's gone. Um, this is a question I'm curious to take on, and this is specific, you know, as a strength and conditioning coach, you know, the body, you know, how to, how to make the body change. Um, I get asked this a lot from women in particular, typically middle-aged women. And they say, Rob, I want to tone my arms because I have a wedding coming up. How do I tone my arms? Um, and I, without getting into the nitty gritty of all the reasons why it's really, all of these things, what would be your answer to somebody that comes to you and says, I want to tone my arms. I want to get rid of this. What should yeah. this person be doing? Oh, I think you can attest to this. I feel like nutrition is key more than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like we said before, it's almost that like, 80% and 20% rule, you know, that 20% is what you're doing in the gym, the yep. yoga studio, the park, wherever you're at. But like that yep. other 80%, if you're not sleeping correctly, hydrating and also making sure that you're getting like legitimate nutritional items, food, yep. legitimate food into your body, you're not going to see any sort of adaptation per se right. or change. So that would be my answer. It would be. What about, and I totally agree. What about like, uh, carries uh, or anything like they, yeah, should be, I would, they should be lifting heavy things, right? I mean, yeah, I would that. say, you know, there comes a certain point in time where you do have to pick up something heavy because if you're doing the same thing over and over again, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy, it could be basic progressive overload. Yeah. You can come in one day, do 10 reps, stay with the same weight. The next week do 12. Next yeah. week you do 13. Next week you do 15, whatever that may be. You have to change up what you're doing occasionally or those, you know, you're not going to you're not going to continue to see any sort of adaptation and all the the process of trying to make that body into what you want it to be will just kind of stalemate itself so i think it comes to a point where like you have to do things that you're not good at you know what i mean so i mean that would be kind of I mean, my answer i would say so but also like again find something that you enjoy well said um we're going to move to rapid fire real quick because we're almost out of time What's one thing you do every single day that elevates you? Uh, I try and exercise in some form or fashion where I legitimately strength train, you know, resistance training with weights and all that sort of stuff. Then uh, I'll also I like to walk. I try and take as many walks as I can. Uh, got a dog, try and get him out. You know what I mean? Also, I try and as far as education goes, I usually have a book that I'm reading. So I'll either read 10 pages of that book or I'll find some sort of article that I like. And I'll read it. That's those are those are three of my favorites. Um, what's one exercise you do every single week? Is there something that's like non-negotiable? You work it in no matter what. Uh, chin ups, 
and then deadlift or and squat. Any sort of variation of those. That's it. I always try to tell people just pull, pull more than you push and uh, hinge, right? Yep, absolutely. Best purchase in the last month for less than 20 bucks. This is always a challenge. Um, I got a longer tape measure off Amazon actually recently for us to use in the weight room with our kids to measure triple jumps, you know, continuous broad jumps and stuff like that. So that, I would probably, that, was, that was tough for me to answer, but that was kind of what I came up with. That's a good one. Yeah, it's That's hard good. to find a good item nowadays for 20 bucks. It is, but at that, that Amazon, you can do it. That's a good one. Uh, favorite, like, what's your go-to post-workout for you? Like, you finish the workout, what, what are we, what are we fuel, refueling with? Um, I would probably say a protein shake of some sort and then a banana. And then, honestly, if I'm, like, if I'm getting ready to leave and go somewhere else and if I, if I have time before I get home or wherever it may be, Chipotle. Chipotle usually hits the spot pretty good. I feel like a lot of people can say that too. You, you can, and you can't go wrong with Chipotle. And really from a macronutrient standpoint, post, post exercise or fueling, it's, it's tough to beat. Yeah. Um, favorite quote. I love quotes. I somehow have not shared a quote yet in this episode. Do you have a favorite quote? Yeah, I would say mine's probably iron sharpens iron. Um, Proverbs 27, seven. I think it kind of just reinforces kind of like what we've been talking about in terms of like having to push one another, realizing that you do have to rely on somebody to sometimes help you get into the direction that you need to go. So, so, so good. And I love that quote folks. You'll see those on uh, lots of teams wear those um, in their training show. It's such a good one. Yeah. And then finally favorite, do you have like a go-to workout pregame? Like let's go, let's go song. Uh, I wouldn't say I have a particular song, but as far as like artists goes, 50 Cent. I like 50 Cent a lot. Uh, and then also for rap, I would say that, that and probably Tupac. And then for rock, I would probably say Metallica. I like Metallica a lot. Those are my two. Yeah, Metallica. I'm with you. I'm, I'm uh, Metallica. It's time to go. Let's, let's go. Um, Logan, thanks so much for doing this, man. Really appreciate it. We're out of time, but uh, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story with us. Yeah, not a problem at all. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health, and we've been in business for 27 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks. 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.